Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy, and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC, and when I'm not listening to the ABC, I listen to Radio Caram. Tune in and enjoy. a free elf and Dobby has come to save Harry Potter and his friends wait a minute wait a minute doc uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean the way I see it if you're gonna build a time machine into a car why not do it with some style Kim and welcome to my oh goodness, my microphone is far too loud. Almost there blew my eardrums <laughs> out there. It was very <laughs> animated. If only the people listening today to today's episode of Girls, Girls on Film <laughs> could have seen you then, because <laughs> it was lighted up and your head just blew off. Oh, dude! Goodness gracious! Sorry, what was that, Carissa? <laughs> <laughs> but this is Girls on Film. What an auspicious start to today's show, and we've got a good show lined up. Kim, you have been out and about at the movies have you not You've got I a couple have of films I'm always you're at review. the movies you know that and I never know which ones to review because I usually see so many I've seen four but we're going with two today obviously two of mine uh, Mafia Mama was a really good one. Oh, that's Tony Collette Tony Collette at her best actually it was I so much love fun Tony Collette it she is such a good actress oh, and it was just one of those movies that just took you away and it was filmed in Rome too where um, we're heading off in September so um, like it was Rome. a really good um, you know, a bit of eye candy, watching around all the streets and everything that I'm about to go to. Of Rome to walk your My eye through. candy is different from everyone else's <laughs> because I to my eye candy. Is Everyone's thinking, what's travel. the eye candy that you're seeing in, in you know, Mama Mafia or Mafia no, Mama? It's travel. You know me, I'm travel obsessed. You are. Maybe so, you should do a travel show. Yeah, I should, shouldn't I? Um, and, and what's your second movie? My second one is The Book Club, The Next Chapter, which I thoroughly loved and it was a barrel of laughs. So I saw that with mum and uh, gee, we loved we barely laughed through it, so it was Fantastic. lovely. Yeah. A couple of movies. We're also going to check out um, the latest instalment, or well, the final instalment of Firefly Lane. Oh. That's actually the TV adaptation of the book that Get you can see on out. Netflix. And we've both, you and I, actually last week um, we went to see the 50th anniversary of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is showing here in Melbourne at the Athenaeum theatre how good was it with jason donovan he stole the show didn't he he well, was so good let's start with rocky horror why don't we have a listen to the trailer for the uh, melbourne uh, stage show 50th anniversary can i say wow. uh, production of the rocky horror picture show it's astounding time is fleeting madness takes its toll but listen closely 
Well, there you go, Kimmy the Trader. There was, of course, a snippet from the uh, song that really um, was the breakout song, obviously, at the stage show there, and the time warp. Now, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, as I said, it's 50 years old. Now, do you know it was written and directed, of course, and produced and created by Richard O'Brien, mm-hmm. um, who, who um, wrote it back in the 19. 19- 70s? I think it was Must the 1970s, been. yes. So it's become one of the world's yeah. favourite musicals and it's the only contemporary rock musical to celebrate 50 years on stage. Now, we argued about this last week because I said to you it's the only musical to celebrate 50 years and you said I had rocks in my head or Rockies in my head and yeah. you were slightly right because it is the only contemporary rock musical to celebrate 50 years. Do you know more than 30 million people around the world have, have gone to the theatre to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show? It's been performed in over 30 countries. It's being performed on every single continent on our planet Earth. Do you get the pun there, on planet Earth? Yes. Thank you. And it has been translated into more than 20 languages. That's incredible really, isn't it, when you think about it? It really is a modern-day classic. It is. Now, do you know that audience participation before we review the show was, of course, a really big thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they would show the Rocky Horror Picture Show at midnight on Halloween in certain movies and audience participation was a must. Mm -hmm. Like, people would go along with their water pistols, Mm -hmm. you know, their um, newspapers. They would throw rice on the stage. A little bit like Sound of Music. Kind of, yeah. Different kind of people. Yeah. Different demographic, really, isn't it? Well, I was horrified, Kim, when I got there to realise that it is now considered very bad etiquette to actually participate and there are big huge signs on the doors saying no water pistols no rice no throwing things on stage blah 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 i have to tell my daughter about that because we did have a disagreement where she said you must take your water pistol and i said we don't do those kind of things anymore yeah well look audience participation started back in the 1970s actually when rocky horror first made it to stage it made it over to the uk a few years later and originally and only for the movie audience participation was part of the stage show as well fans dress up they shout back lines they sing along to the show they've done it for more than 30 years and Kim I'm a tragic so I know every single word of every single song and I know and I know most of the lines so so I was gutted here I was ready for all of the audience participation and you cannot cannot do it well, you did sing because I did hear you. Very quietly and under <laughs> weren't my as quiet breath. as you might have thought you were. But, yeah, we were front row so you did have to keep it down a little bit. So I guess the idea of the Rocky Horror Picture Show today and participation today is have fun but do not disrupt the show. And they've even published guidelines. If you're dressing up for the show, do not criticise other people's costumes, number one. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. I that's pretty poor form. Why would you do it? Talkback lines should be used to add to the Rocky experience. Well, there was a little bit of that there with Myth was, Warhurst. Which we'll talk about. Yeah. Uh, don't throw rice or, rice or water at the performance, the spotlights or the screen. In fact, don't throw them at all. It it's might be dangerous. dangerous. That's right. They could slip on it. But worst of all as well is it actually could halt uh, – sorry, could result in the show being – Halted. Well, I do understand that they used to do that a lot, you know, because there used to be that classic constantly, um, you know, played over and over with the actual movie where people participated as they did with, what was it, the Blues Brothers out at Northcote every yeah. week and Sound of Music as well yeah. and people would participate by the showing of the actual movie. But it's a bit different with a live audience. True, although at the end, of course, there is significant audience participation. Oh, you are to expected get to get up and dance and do the time warp. Yes. So let's review Rocky Horror itself. So uh, Jason Donovan obviously in the lead. Spectacular. And, you know, with Rocky Horror as well, because it has a narrator, they they tend to, right around the world, bring in a well-known name to take on the role of the narrator. And in the uh, this 50th anniversary version that we're seeing, that is, of course, National Treasure, 
Miff Warhurst, who you would know from um, all, you know, ABC Radio, she's fabulous with the Eurovision Song Contest, you know, really well known and loved. And, you know, then there's a great cast of people. So key roles, obviously, Brad and Janet, the two newlyweds on the way to see Dr. Franken, no, not Dr. Sorry, what I'm saying, to see their good friend, sorry, Dr. Scott. Yes. Or should we say Dr. Von Scott? Yes, we find find out later. And um, as they're going along in their car, they've just been actually to the wedding of um, Betty and Ralph, Mr. Mm-hmm. and Mrs. Ralph Hapshat. Yes, and Brad proposes to Janet along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the wedding, and they're so excited, they decide to go and see the man who um, whose science you know program they met in. So, yes. so Doctor Scott. That's correct. So they get in the car and they start to drive to Denton, a place called Denton in. Um, middle america mm-hmm. and as they're driving a terrible storm comes and it's pouring with rain and that's of course the audience participation where the water pistols used to come out mm-hmm. um pouring with rain and the their car stops they get a flat tire and they are stuck in the middle of nowhere they've just passed a castle on a hill at the house of horrors yes and and so they decide to go to the castle and ask for some help um but Don't when they the storyline i'm not gonna no much. no i'm not when they get there they realize that they've what they think is a normal castle and a normal house is not, and they've stumbled upon something out of this world and their lives will never be the same again. Yes, that's correct. And, um, yeah, it really is. And they, they're obviously we meet um, Frankenfurter, who is just, oh, my God, he's sensational. Jason who is played Donovan. by Jason Donovan. When Jason Donovan walked onto the stage, I nearly died. Like I think I was expecting young, you know, Jason Donovan from Neighbours Days, you know, and all of a so sudden there he was. He looked like Terence Donovan, his dad. He did. And, in fact, he, he, he looked a lot older than his father did, did back then. If anyone has never watched Rocky Horror, you have to understand that Dr Frank Converter is the is the lead and um, the main the sweet transvestite. Yes, and um, pretty much for the whole production wears uh, stockings and suspenders and Just has a gorgeous. beautiful you know wig and makeup and it's, it's complete. Back in the seventies, actually, this show was considered to be incredibly. Uh, sexually risque. It, it back still in the seventies. Well, I don't think it is so much oh, today. I, I think back in the seventies, it broke. It's you not know, a kids show. Not, well, eight to twelve plus. Oh, they I say, don't actually, understand you know, how it could be because the the innuendos and the actual. There are lots of innuendos, and, and it it's wasn't definitely just a, that. It was. It was. They were um, simulating sex. Yes, back over in, and over. Back in the seventies, very good no, for a twelve-year-old. But, but back in the seventies, that was very shocking. Today, that's not. I mean, I so, no. I'll, I think you think about some of the things that are, is on television. Anyway, we can argue. I don't think it's sexually as provocative or shocking anywhere near today as it was 50 years um, ago you know sex with males and females and males and males and whatever is is quite you know risque i think but anyway we'll agree to disagree so um this is it's bringing it back it's got a it's got a run obviously here in melbourne so jason donovan only plays the lead until the 9th of july and it's actually it's the only place that he's playing the lead is here in melbourne and it's for a short run rocky horror itself goes right until the end of um, july before making its way across to wa it's already been in adelaide and it's touring itself um around the country yeah and look he is superb in this role he is so gorgeous he brings this kind of tragic kind of uh twist on on Frankenfurter's role, but it's also done just so, he's just so sexy, I should say, in this role, isn't he? He's, he's just gorgeous. Fabulous. And he is just so naughty. And um, look, he, uh, look, uh, what was his name? Henry from Neighbours that did it. Um, Craig McLaughlin. Craig McLaughlin did a fabulous job. You know, obviously it was followed by a lot of Jason controversy. Donovan's version was better, in they, my they opinion. They were very, very different. Very different. Very, oh, look, I love both of them, you know. And I did see if, Daniel Abenary back in the day, okay. a long, long time ago. Now that's well, showing it is my 50 age. 50 years. So, um, yeah. But 
Uh, I think Jason Donovan stole the absolute show. Miff Warhurst. Not as good. Very, very disappointing. I don't know that it would be necessarily easy and I think it's hit and miss but, you know, call me stereotypical. That part's written in my mind. For I, I, I go back the to mail. the movie, The Mail, you know, the yeah. guy that reads it and then, the, you know, the bit then when he's in his well, suspenders and things. To. Yeah, it is what you're used to. And yeah. I just didn't think she was no. quite as good. No, it's like Which having a, a woman in Frankenfurter's role as well. Wouldn't work. It was so miscast. And look, I thought she was weak as well, even, even as a woman in that role. Yes, I think she was I very agree. weak. The rest of the cast and the production I thought were fabulous. Oh. Great to see an Asian Janet. Oh, Loved brilliant. seeing an Asian absolutely. Janet. And um, the guy that played um, Brad Brad Majors was absolutely magnificent. Fantastic cast. The singing was great. Yeah. You know, the sets, they're the same as when I saw them back in 2015, but I didn't care. I am a mad Rocky Horror fan, as I said. I loved it. I was mesmerised from start to finish. I love the energy, mm. the vibe. All of the music, because I knew every single line, five stars all yeah. from me. And it was great to see Laredo Malcolm playing Rocky and it wasn't just, you know, being yes. a just little muscular, little um, brain-dead thing that he was in the uh, Craig McLaughlin production because that guy had no oomph about him. He was just there for, for looks and Eye show. And, yeah. and that's pretty much um, Rocky's, what, role. What Rocky's role. But this guy actually brought a little bit more to the role. He could actually act and dance He and could act like and that. dance. So he was great. But also Stella Perry. Now, she was on, I think, X-Factor. Um, Australian voice. Idol and The Voice. She's been around for for a little while, and she came, I don't know, third, seventh, whatever. Um, <laughs> but you know, she's covered in tattoos, and I think that kind of role for her as uh, Magenta kind of really added to that character as well. Because you know, her her um, her they were they were uh, real, but. The real standout for me, other than Jason Donovan, was Henry Rollo. What a superstar. Oh, so playing Riff Raff. Oh, he was so good. You knew um, right from the moment he, he was opened his mouth, right from the moment, yeah, that he started to sing, that he was outstanding. I was mesmerised by him. I could have sat there and watched him sing and dance all night and just play Riff Raff. He was just yep. brilliant. So your stars, Kim, how many stars Five. for this? Five stars Five as well. Five stars. I could have watched it over and over again. I didn't want it to ever end. Um, it's just fabulous. So get out there. It's in Melbourne until the end of July. If you want to go to WA, you can see it there too. And can I just say for for anyone who, because obviously productions are quite expensive. I think I paid one hundred and eighty nine for for the seats. But on Rush, uh, on Ticks, I think um, uh, today Ticks, you can get Rush tickets if you uh, register for thirty five dollars. They're released at nine am every morning. So if you want to go out and see some uh, some cheap theatre at a you know that are, um, mm. that it's just fabulous, go out and register on today Ticks and get your thirty five dollar tickets they do it for a few other shows as well so that's good advice yeah all right let's have a listen to now of course we talked a lot about um the role of frankenfurter this is frankenfurter the mad scientist standout song because he is of course a sweet uh transvestite from transsexual transylvania let's have a listen this is from the rocky horror picture show Hi, I'm Dr. Floyd Gomes, uh, a.k.a. Atticus Health with Dr. Floyd, you might recall, and it's great to be here at Radio Caram. Don't worry about a thing, because Atticus Health will make you feel all right. Don't worry. About a thing Cause Atticus Health 
We'll make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health Will make you feel alright so good afternoon and welcome back to Radio Karen where you are listening to Girls on Film. So Carenza, the uh, this week I went off and saw Mafia Mama. You did indeed. Tony yeah. Collette. It's such a good film. Actually, it was a week before. We haven't been on for two weeks, have we? No. Uh, yeah, and what a film that was. I just sat there glued to the to the screen and I, I wish it had a, as like Rocky Horror. I've seen some beauties in the last couple of weeks. I just wish it would have gone on forever. You know one of those films that you just don't want to end? It was one of those for me and I, I loved like it. I kind of Loved film. it. So let's listen to the trailer if you've got it up. Let's have a listen to Mafia Mama. I have terrible news. Your grandfather is dead. I don't even know him. They want me to fly to Rome tomorrow night. Kristen, what do you masturbate to? Italian cooking shows. You've masturbated this fantasy into existence. You have to go. What did my grandfather do? Ah! What the fuck is going on? My dying wish is that you, my blood, take over the Balbano family. You know what? I am not a boss. By via. Especially not in a mafia kind of way. If the boss says you are the boss, you are the boss now. How are we supposed to appear strong when she is this? You can't run away from your destiny. Balbano, and I brought a little something special for everybody today. Ta-da! I made muffins! <laughs> I've been here two days, and I've been almost murdered twice. That's one per day. I'm gonna need a lot more sex to calm me down. Yeah, so, um... I nearly blew your, your ears out then. Oh, I've got to get these microphone levels right yeah. today. It's not going to help me. No. Um, I don't think anyone could have been as cast as well as uh, Tony Collette in this film. Um, the, I love Tony oh, Collette. She was She's so such a good actress, isn't she? She's funny and she does oh. comedy really, really well. Well, she starts off, off as this inept kind of, you know, housewife come writer um, who has a teenage son and a husband who's an absolute... Douche. Um, douchebag. Yeah, I was trying to find a word that there you go, you know, I'm wasn't you. thank you. Yeah, this um, was based on a book as well. This is another book. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. yeah. It, it was based on a book. Um, and look, you know, she she gets this invitation to attend her grandfather's uh, funeral. Now she's never met her grandfather, knows nothing about him, and um, she's she she loves everything. At, at, obviously, from the trailer about Italy, especially cooking shows and things like that, as we heard, but. Um, she basically says, I'm not going. I, there, there's no way I'm going because she, this, this is a woman that hasn't really lived, um, you know, very sheltered kind of kind of woman. And then she catches her husband having sex with, with a, young a young girl, girl woman. which changes ev- all her perspective on everything. So her best friend says, look, what are you doing? You've got nothing to lose. That's Get her. away from him. You just 
you know, get on that plane, which, you know, funnily enough, leaves the f- following day. So she gets on this plane. She arrives in Rome. So she thinks she's going to her lovely grandfather's yep. funeral. Yeah. Have a little holiday in Rome. Yeah. Yep. So well, there's clearly a twist here with the title's Mafia Mama. Yeah. Well, she soon learns when she turns up to the funeral when uh, the, the machine guns and there's a big, huge fight and a car chases and, you know, she's almost killed uh, and murdered several times that, you know, there's more to this family than meets the eye. So what we see is this transformation of um, her character, Kristen, who is just, as I said, very sheltered, turning over a series of, uh, you know, a period of time, we watch her transform into the head of the mafia because in actual fact the father is, or the grandfather was the head of the mafia and uh, she was taken across to keep her safe to America when uh, all hell broke loose when she was a baby. So, um, yeah, and they kept her hidden for a long time. So when he dies, she's the sole heir and she has to take over the Calabrian Mafia. So it is uh, – it's 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 hysterical, it's funny, the cinematography she is She does do comedy very well. Amazing. She's got very good comedy timing. It is. But she's also – not just the <coughs> comedy, she has got very good timing, um, but it's also just – to see, you know, her portray this character and grow with the role into this someone who is so believable as the head of the mafia. Like I don't, can't imagine another actress pulling this off. Like it was really, really good. But then, you know, you, you look at her in the United States of Tara. Do you remember that show? That was when she played someone with multiple personality yes. disorders. And she, yes. she played, I don't know, 20 different characters. Very, there might have been more or less good. thereabouts. I loved but, her in uh, Muriel's Wedding, oh. Kim. I would go and see anything with Tony Keller in. I know. She is an absolute. Australian icon, is she not? Absolutely, and um, I love Australian icons. Yeah, so look, it, it was a, a small budget film with a very uh, unknown kind of cast. Apart from her. Apart from her. I have seen her do interviews where she says she has had the best time of her life making this film. It's her favourite film that she's ever made. Wow. And uh, that she she would have done it for free because she just had such a ball making it. And you can tell. You can tell when while this film is, is you know, being um, played that whilst it was being shot they had so much fun doing it um and as i said it's filmed in rome so for any italian lovers out there me Great being scenery one of them, as well oh, just watching the streets of of italy yeah. so this is a film that's a laugh a minute tongue-in-cheek yeah. good comedy um yeah and you said you didn't want the film to end like you sat there and you loved every minute i absolutely loved it i loved every part of it i would see it again and um yeah i don't want to you know give too much away but um yeah it's it's head uh, yourself over to the movies and watch a great film yeah here then. look I, it might have also it might only just be on it you know the palace cinemas and you know the independence now i think it's kind of gone off the mainstream because there's so many movies coming out but you can i think see it on prime but it is pricey i think you paying twenty dollars to see it but then if there's a lot of you watching it twenty bucks could be cheaper well, not there's for the whole 10 family. of you that's, that's right. right yeah so so you so maybe get him. a few women um or men oh you think it's a chick flick no not necessarily it's not just a chick flick i was thinking more you know for a group of of uh, girlfriends over and and watch it but you you're right that was a bit stereotypical of me it's not really just a, a female's film it's it's like if the book club that i'm doing next after this is probably more you know female centric but but mafia mama i think is it's for a everyone. good old comedy. yeah there's a lot of action in it let me tell you there's a lot of action she, she there's a lot of male you know meatheads in it you know 
Um, and so gunfire and gunfire. A gun lot fighting. of gunfire and everything. So it is a male film as well. But okay. um, I'll give it five stars. And I'm going to give it four and a half. I well think. done. Well done. Great show. So we've got some music, Kim. You want to play Club Yoko? Yeah, I am was one of the standouts um, songs in this in this movie. And whilst it was played, I, I really loved loved it. So I, I chose it for this um this trailer today. Let's have a listen. You're tuned into Radio Caram, and this is Girls on Film watching the movies so that you can watch them too. Josie from Space Folk, and when I want to stay groovy, I listen to Radio Caram. IGA is shopping nights. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. Yeah, you are listening to Girls on Film Who at Radio Carrium, and I am a big fan of the IGA Express just down the road here in Seaford North. So get down there for your groceries, your food, and your shopping. And Kim and I, well, we're talking all movies today. We've been to Rocky Horror. We've checked out Mafia Mama. Now it's the turn of the book club, which you can see in cinemas right here, right now, Kim. Yes, you can. And it reunites our four favourite actresses uh, getting back in um, to their book club. Have we got a trailer that we can maybe play a little bit of? We do. Let's have a listen. the home of the retired and gifted where are you i'm in a church what are you serious we're looking for a venue for the wedding you're going to get married in a church i'm shocked you didn't burst into flames as you crossed the threshold (laughs) to viv and arthur oh thank you i think we should all go to italy italy Whoa. We'll make it Viv's bachelorette. A bachelorette trip? What are we doing? I think it's very romantic. But it's also nuts. What did he say? The older the vines, the sweeter the fruit. Oh, yes, we still got it. I'm delighted that you'll be joining us tonight. There's no problem if four random women show up. This is Italy. There's always room for random, beautiful women. Gianni! Who is Gianni? What are you doing here? This is my cooking school. Wow. (laughs) Uh, I'm here to start the animal's bush. I think somebody's bush is already quite amused. It's too bridal. It's not bridal enough. Gorgeous! Someone else next. Don't move. What are you doing? That would be me. We're best friends for 50 years. And you? Married. Marriage. My solo act is finally coming to a close. You're the bravest person I know. The only question is how will we mess this all up? I can't wait to find out. (laughs)
it too soon to talk about who we're gonna eat first? I think we all know. Hey. How does a woman in her 70s end up getting married? She takes control of her own destiny. This is a bachelorette party, you know what that means. We go see naked men. What's the protocol here? Where do I stuff the dollar bills? Buongiorno. <laughs> we really are going with the Italian theme today, aren't we, Carenza? Per favore. Yeah, please. I learned that today. Per favore. Yeah, I'm studying Not um, per favore because that's Spanish. At the moment. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'd say we. Uh, that would be French. Yes, that would we, be French. Uh, um, book Club, the next chapter, Kim. You've been to see so it. It was so good. Um, look, uh, look, it reunites the my some of my f- uh, favourite actresses, the four, uh, Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Candice Bergen and Mary Steenburgen, who were once again just so hilarious in this film. Also Andy Garcia and Don Johnson return as... as um, is that Don Johnson from yes, Miami Vice? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my yes. goodness me. How old is Don Johnson now? Well, well, look, they're all in their they're all in their seventies. Although Jane Fonda, I think, is in her mid eighties, but gee, she looks fabulous. She for looks her age. incredible, oh, just incredible. So, look, this one does. Um, you know, I think it's had a lot of mixed reviews. I preferred it to the first one. A lot of people don't. Um, I went with my mum, and her and I we had belly laughs the whole way so through this movie. That's a good film for me. I think if you can laugh, oh. you and and different generations of people loving it too. That's awesome. Oh, absolutely, and I I have. A lot of friends that I've said go and see this movie. They've gone and checked it out, and look, there hasn't been one friend of mine that hasn't said it was hilarious and what a great. Well, film I sometimes it was. think, Kim, unlike us, other reviewers can be rather pretentious. I think so too, and we're and not. We're looking for a good movie that you can, right. that everyone can see that you can yeah. love. Is this a feel good movie? Do you watch this and feel good? I mean, these are Wonderful. people. It's you a know, real chick flick. in their seventies and eighties. Yeah, acting and for starters, how good is that to see in Hollywood? Because let's be honest, when yeah. when you know, it's a, you, you never see no, older women. Don't. There's no role anymore for older women, and all of the stars of this show are, are ladies of a certain vintage. Yeah, that's right. And look, pardon pardon my language, but they do take the piss out of each other with their age and everything as well, which is hilarious. Um, look, they. They, uh, you know, continue with their book club but it's a little bit different this time because they've implemented COVID in with it as well. So their book club is uh, via Zoom nowadays and they haven't That's actually… That's a lot of people's book yeah, clubs, didn't they? We I know. did everything on Zoom. I know. But, uh, and so these guys haven't seen each other for a long, long time. And so… So what, they're just out of lockdown. Yeah, just out of lockdown. So um, they're going to go wild. That's right. Uh, Vivian, who is played by Jane Fonda, decides that she wants… She's getting married so she announces that and, um, and so she asks them all or no actually I don't I'm not sure whether she does one of them anyway says look let's go on a on a trip a bachelorette kind of trip party so they decide to go off to Italy to Rome before the wedding before the wedding uh, so she's not marrying someone in Italy you know they're just going there on a holiday well that's right she's married Don Johnson actually oh, yeah Don Johnson yeah Don Johnson that character so they go they go over there and uh, look it's an adventure after an adventure after an adventure um they they shop for the wedding dress um you know and, and Inevitably, things happen and things don't go as they're planned. Uh, they get in a lot of trouble. It's That's a bit because like the bachelor, them, but it's the bachelorette. Hasn't one of them taken the ashes of her dead husband illegally into the country? That's correct. That's correct. They actually get stolen and then they're recovered by the police and with and held. And look, it's 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 just a really really good. So film. it's a yeah. good. It's it's 
yeah. comedy. Yeah, that's right. Like you've all seen The Bachelor, you know. Um, is it The Bachelor? No. Um, what's his, The Hangover, you know. The hangover, oh, The Hangover. The, yeah, where they do go to the bachelor party. Well, this is The Bachelorette Party. So For the 80-year-olds. Yeah, for the 80-year-olds, late 70s. Um, yeah, so it's a really good film and it ends beautifully. Um, and look, in the end they end up going to Venice as well, which is one of one my favourite places, places on earth. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah. I could live in Italy, as you know. Star rating, Kimmy. What do you think? For all of our listeners out here today thinking about going to see the book club and the next chapter, your stars? This is another film that I could have sat and watched again and I could watch it over and I was very disappointed that it came to an end. Look, for the for the acting, it was great. Look, it was a low-budget film. I think it was $20 million, which is, you know, sounds ludicrous, but it is a low budget. Um, considering I've, um, it's up against Mafia Mama and, and uh, Rocky Horror, on a good day I probably would have given it close to five stars but it's up against those two so I'm going to give it four. And I'm going to match your four stars. Now you picked a track which actually Candy Spurgeon who's in the movie sings. They all sing it. That's why I picked it because I thought it was look it's the the voices aren't 100% well, but it's a, a really fun song and it's actually played in the film. So you are listening to The Girls on Film and this is Anywhere With You. Hi I'm Freddie from Freddie's Kitchen. Let's get behind Radio Karam. Go Karam. Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. A mystic pizza indeed. Head yourself down to Freddy's Kitchen, not just for pizzas and pastas, but awesome coffee and fabulous food just down the road here in Caram at Radio Caram. Now, Kim, we follow on from a fabulous show as well. Let's give Ben's show a plug. People who want to listen um, can listen in on Sunday afternoons at 2 o'clock before the girls on film are on air to Ben and his show. Yeah, Laugh Talk and Music Show of Ben's is just hilarious. It's oh. wonderful. He's just such a really, really great great guy and he plays some fantastic tunes so make sure you tune in every uh, sunday to have a to, to listen to ben now we've got one last show kim to wrap it all up there is so much great stuff on tv and on the binging stations at the moment but we're going to wrap up today um looking at fire fire lane which has just brought out season two part two now netflix is doing a lot of that it's breaking seasons into parts like we've had stranger things part season five part one part two etc we were left hanging on a cliff for uh, Firefighting Lane Season 1, Part 1. They bring back Part 2, Season Finale. It is an absolute tearjerker. You'll have to get your tissues out for this one. Let's have a listen to I the official... I hyperventilated. Yeah, official trailer. Home hasn't really felt the same since I lost my best friend. When did she pass? We just stopped speaking. Oh, she's actually probably great. You know what? I'm tired. Do you want to take a seat? I'm not tired. Are you tired? No, Dr. sure. Actually, you no. take a, a pretty good yeah, considering. Tired. So I think I'll so take a seat. You and me, together forever. We're gonna celebrate so hard. Oh my God! You were. T- 
just like larger than life. I know. Kathleen Malaki, will you marry me? Yes. Yes. Do you think we'll ever get our timing right? Maybe. Someday. Oh my God, Danny! This is awkward. Let's just put it all on the table. I saw your boobs. They're surprisingly firm and perky. Surprisingly? Get After 30 years of too much intensity, they needed to break free. It was all just bullshit. She abandoned me. Have you thought about reaching out to Tully? You might need a friend. You've got Tully. Make it good or I won't call you back. I, um... I just really need you, okay? Things have been really bad. What are we gonna do? That's the thing about big life changes. You don't get to choose when they happen. You just have to hold on tight to the people you love and make your way through it. How am I gonna survive without you? I'm always gonna be here. You're stuck with me forever. What are you doing here? She called me. What took you so long? There you go, the uh, trailer for season two, part two of Firefly Lane. And that is a, another show that actually uh, was a book and adapted um, into a TV show. And it stars, um, obviously, Catherine Heigl uh, in this. So it's an adaptation of the book of the same name, which was written by Kristin Hanekim, starring TV royalty, really, and Catherine Heigl and Sarah Chalker. Uh, and it's back for season two. Um, and this chapter is the last chapter. And mm. so we sat down and watched it. And it's it's really the story of lifelong best friends, Kate and Tully. Um, and we see them. There, there are actually three actresses that play Kate and three actresses that play Tully at different points and stages and phases of their lives, from young kids when they first meet to their teenage years, and then seeing them go through their adulthood life. And the, the last season's been split into two parts. Um with one part dropping in December and, uh, you know, it revealed why the unbreakable friendship um, seemed to turn sour and have problems. And then, you know, in um, season two, part two, um, it's a hard watch, Kim. It is a really, really hard watch. Mm. It's such a relatable show though, isn't it? Like, it's you know, a, from growing up as teenagers right through life, you know, with friendships yeah. that, you know, go up and down and, you know, it, it's, a, it's really, really, really good. And it is, you know, you're right, it's the story of best friends and all the things that happen with best friends, the highs, the lows, the weddings, the funerals, um, everything. And, you know, in, in season one, you know, you see that at the end of season one, there's this big rift, but we don't understand why they've fallen out. In season two, it starts to take shape. Um, it's really, look, it's a great, 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 great show. I love it. Um, Who can forget Ben Lawson too as as a great Aussie actor? I mean, he is sensational in it as uh, the husband of, um, what's her name again? Uh, Yeah, my memory's gone. (laughs) The other one, Kate. Kate. Yeah, that's right. Not not McGillicuddy, what's her name? Um, It's been a little while since I watched it. What, What do they call her? What's her surname? They always call her by a surname. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, he plays a great role in it. Oh, you mean Malaki? Malaki, that's it. I couldn't think of it. But um, yeah, and he's always wearing his rugby 
uh, Australian rugby tops in in the show. If if you you know can pick that up, it's great. Um, well, obviously, it stars Catherine Heigl as well. Now she's just actually been on the front page of American Vogue because, of course, she really fell from grace. She had a yeah. huge. She was a massive star. Been a hard time. I Emmy think. nominations and um, for her role um, as um, Doctor Izzy um, Stevens in Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. um, and. They put her forward, or she had to put herself forward for the second, the following year for the Emmy nomination, and she didn't feel that her character had been given really good storyline, so she didn't put herself through. She said, no, "I can't do it. I don't think it's fair to other really good actresses. My characters, you know, we haven't got, we haven't stepped on since last time. It's not grown further." Yeah. Um, of course, she alienated herself. So she, you know, really pissed off all of the writers because basically she criticised yeah. their writing. The show's That's runner right. at the time, you know, the front runner, you know, um, yes. Ch- Chandra Rhymes, you know, yes. who's humongous and massive in terms mm-hmm. of the show. I mean, she does, you know, um, oh, what's that show on Netflix? The, the Queen Charlotte and uh, yeah. Bridgerton, yeah. you know, tw- 19 seasons of uh, Grey's Anatomy. So it was a huge, huge fall from Grace. But there's a fabulous article with um, her and Ellen Pompeo um, yeah, on that. front page of American Vogue, who, of course, played. Meredith Grey mm-hmm. um, in Grey's Anatomy and they talked a lot about that period of time and the impact that it had on Catherine Heigl's mental health you know and how you can be at the top of your game you know and it was the the rise and fall mm-hmm. you know and now rise again because Firefly Lane brilliant show brilliantly acted oh my goodness me in season two part two I think I was an absolute mess watching it. Oh, I don't think I've cried as much as I cried since I've seen Beaches, you know, like I just yeah. bawled and bawled yeah. my eyes yeah. out. The Brilliant acting, acting. superb. It's superb acting. Oh, fabulous. Really and, and they hook you right from the start. And the characters are really relatable. Like, you know, you see yeah, Tully, Tully grow up with her drug-affected mum, Cloud. You Do know, you know that Cloud's four years younger than, Incredible. than her and she plays her mother? The makeup and things they do yeah. is absolutely spectacular. But this is number one rated show on Netflix when it landed again the second time for season two, part two. Hugely, hugely, hugely popular. Is it a chick show? Probably. Yeah. I think it's all about their story. Girls will get this. The story of your best friend, the highs and lows of best friends that you love and hate each other sometimes in equal measure, the fights and squabbles that you yeah. have, but the things that you celebrate about each other along the way. It really is a story of friendship and love of two besties. That's right. It's just, it's wonderful. And I thoroughly enjoyed every moment of it. It's one of my, it will go up there as one of my favourite all time series. So you have to watch this. If you haven't, it's over on Netflix. Um, there are two seasons both pretty long um really really incredibly watchable and for me it's it's a four and a half stars kim i'm gonna give it five so um the song choice might hopefully it doesn't give the end away but let's have a listen to the blue oyster cult and don't fear the reaper um this is one of the one of the songs absolute banging banging sound didn't give it away you just did <laughs> you're listening to the girls on film here at radio Caram. This is Mindy Mo Wang. You're listening to Radio Karam. 
You are indeed listening to the girls on film here at Radio Caribbean. Now we are at the very end of our show, Kim, and what a great time we've had this afternoon talking all things girls on film. Absolutely. We've had some rippers this week. Um, we've got very high scores. Rocky Horror obviously came in as the lead with five stars apiece. So that's right. Get yourselves down to the Athenaeum Theatre here in Melbourne. Until June the 9th, you can see Jason Donovan in the lead. July the 9th. So what did I say? June. Oh, that's long gone. Yeah. July the 9th, you can see Jason Donovan in the lead role as uh, Dr. Frankenfurter, but it goes beyond that until the end of July. And you've given some great tips how to get cheap tickets, Kim. Yeah, get on to Today Ticks and get your rush tickets. Uh, if you log in and um, you register, you can at 9 a.m. every morning, tickets are released and you can get $35 tickets. They also have a draw for Mary Poppins and, um, Juliet, at the moment and, too. and Juliet at the moment, but they're, that's a lottery where you can uh, win the $45 or $65 tickets. Um, yeah, so... Second uh, place. Second place. Well, look, we had a draw for second, which was Mafia Mama and Fire Fire Lane. Um, and then the book club uh, came in uh, with still a very high score of eight. Um, but, yeah, we do rate them quite highly when we love them. So, uh, yeah, I think... Um, I think, you know, you were a little bit, um, when I look at Fire Fire Lane, you gave it four and a half. I think, you know, you rave about that show. I love it, but there's always room for any show yeah, to do well, a little that, bit that's better. that's true, that's true. So you can, again, Fire Fire Lane over on Netflix, go to the movies and see those two great shows as well. Now, we're going along next week to see Julia Morris, so we'll be reviewing that next, uh, next time next in Girls a fortnight's time. Yes. Fantastic. Well, you're listening to The Girls on Film here at Radio Caram. It's been a pleasure. It's been a delight. We will see you again next time. Bye. Call TAD to remodel my place. Said I wanted it to be that kind of place. Knee deep in the reno, sinking in our fights. Other shonky builders waking me up at night. And Adam plays the boss man. He listens to the customer Don't you remember He built this kitchen He built this kitchen with T-A-D We built this kitchen We built this kitchen with T-A-D We built this kitchen We built this kitchen with T-A-D